one thing that I said in my notes is that we are in a panadol. We're in a pakuruma, we are in a pandemic. Let's just keep it real, we're in a pandemic. We don't have control of certain things. We can't travel to certain places at this point. We can't go to parties anymore. But what we can control, control it. When it comes to our self-development, we have so much control. If someone is not good for you, tell them to be going. Tell them to be going. And it's not hard to let people go. I thought it was hard, but it is not. Sometimes it is a block. It is a mute. It is a soft block. It is a no reply. I'm a classic man. Hello, you're welcome to episode 23 of the Classic Manny Show. It is your boy, V1, V only, and I'm the only one in the building today. Of course, we've got the new lockdown, and I'm not trying to risk getting the new strain of the Kurukuru. So, I'll be recording from home for the foreseeable future. I hope everyone is well. First of all, Happy New Year. Okay, I hate saying that now because <laughs> if you're on Clubhouse, you've probably been in that Dream Girls um, Clubhouse auditions and it is very triggering (laughs) i can never say happy new year the same way ever again but i do hope they've had a great start to the year that it's been more positive for you personally sending so much love as always like listen i'm tired already of this new lockdown i am so tired of this new lockdown just to record today was actually a struggle only because it's just tiring like I just love that space of being in the studio having guests all that stuff being a content creator in this Panasonic in this Pakrumo is actually hard (laughs) so a big shout out to everyone that is just still pushing out content whether it's weekly bi-weekly monthly whatever way in which you're putting content out there in this pandemic let's say the right word this time big shout out to you because it's not easy it's not easy at all like today I tell myself should I record or should I just stay in bed under this duvet should i just relax but i say you know what we've got some projects to talk about i want to talk about my self-development last year and what i plan to do this year i was doing the last episode but i was actually just about to go over an hour no the actual recording time was an hour plus but to edit out the way for the phrase and all that kind of stuff it got down to about 50 something minutes so yeah i just i don't know i i gosh <laughs> This pandemic is mad, but yes, I want to start off with my classic fave. My classic fave is Viva Forever by Spice Girls. This song is from their second studio album, Spice World, which came out in 1997, meaning that I was only one years old, but this song has managed to follow me to my adult years. It is one of the best pop slow songs I've ever heard in my lifetime. Like, that song is just so beautiful. That song used to make me cry like a baby. It was that song... Take My Breath Away by Berlin. I think Jessica Simpson did her own cover, but that was horrible. (laughs) And I think those were some of the songs that had me crying like a widow as a baby. Like, that's one of the most emotional songs that I've ever heard in my entire life. And I thought I was the only one until I started using Twitter, especially in recent years when I tweeted about, oh, I love Viva Forever. It's an amazing song, all that kind of stuff. People were like, yeah, I love that song too. Well, some people were scared by the visual. (laughs) And I never actually paid attention to the visual until recent years. I actually did my research. People for one of the boys in the video sacrificed his friend. (laughs) But according to the director, it's about how you have to let go of your childhood and everything that comes with it and go into adulthood. So that's a very interesting perspective. Use the hashtag TCM show to let me know your thoughts on the song if you like it, on the visual, if it scared you. And use the hashtag throughout the episodes to let me know your thoughts. But yeah, that song is amazing. Like, do you still remember how we used to be 
Feeling together, believing whatever my love has said to me. Like everything about that song is beautiful. The lyrics is beautiful. Everyone's vocals is done. Like Mel C in particular, amazing ad libs. I do love Mel B's voice towards the end. Like that low vocals, it makes sense on certain songs. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. It's time to go into the latest releases and. I was going to go based on the oldest release out of the four releases to the newest one, but a lot of people have been requesting that I talk about Jasmine Sullivan's new EP or project, Hotels. Now, guys, where do I begin? I think it's only right to start the singles because I spoke about that on the podcast last year. So, so far, she has released Lost One, which was her first single from this era. Then she released Pick Up Your Feeling. And just before the album, what's this for the album? Just before the EP slash project came out, she released Girl Like Me featuring her, H-E-R. Now, when it comes to those three songs, my experience was the same in terms of how it took me a while to really understand each song and to really love it. I thought these aren't bad songs, but I didn't understand the songs, how it was going to fit into this project that we were going to get. So Lost One, it took until her performing it recently on tiny desk concert to really appreciate it it is a beautiful song beautifully written beautifully executed i was just watching her genius breakdown of the song so her just breaking down the lyrics and yeah this woman is talented to really sit down and hear an instrumental and hear how sad and sorrowful it sounds and to be able to put that energy into the execution of her vocals and the lyrics it's just beautiful so apparently she wrote all the parts that sound raspy that was done first i think it was the first verse the chorus i believe yeah the chorus so first verse second verse chorus and then i think she did the pre-chorus and if it's too late i understand sometimes it's too late to make that part is that part was written after a very interesting breakdown and i love what she discusses in the song and also whilst breaking down the song so she says how people don't like to feel anymore so for me personally that song i can't relate to it lyrically i don't feel like i've been that person that has been selfish in a relationship but in terms of how it was delivered you would actually think you've gone through it and i love how she is probably saying what people don't want to admit <laughs> i think i said this in the episode with Miriam. like i love how the purpose of the song is to really reflect and take accountability and to really feel so i just okay i messed up with that song she's saying it's okay to feel the emotion that comes with making your own mistake so that you can learn not to do it again because people always say oh why is the cheater the one that is heartbroken but sometimes they need to feel that emotion to do better they have to do better i definitely do love um lost one then she released pick up your feelings which i think she performed for the first time on soul train award and i think a common theme again when it comes to the singles that the performances make the songs better in my personal opinion anyway because i was having this discussion on twitter i tweeted are artists that releasing songs in present time having to water down their vocals so that it can be more singable for the audience for example like of course it's not everyone that can do riffs and runs like Jasmine. And I know she still does it in her songs, but if you watch the, as I said, if you watch other performances, especially the Tiny Desk one that came out on the same day as the project, the way she sang that song, I was like, is this a gospel song? <laughs> How can a song about you being a quote-unquote selfish bitch sound like a gospel song? I could not believe it. I said, no, 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 Jasmine. Jasmine, mate, this is, this is some serious distance. <laughs> this is serious distance. I did post that question 
on the timeline i think a few agree do let me know your thoughts using the hashtag tcm show do you believe that artists of today especially r&b singers are not singing as much on the studio version so that it can be more sing-alongable <laughs> is that even a term so that the target market can actually sing along with them vocally because i think that was an issue with beyonce like it's not everyone that can sing listen it's not everyone that can sing halo like look at the dream girls clubhouse room people were singing listen and were having to change the key or were changing the pitch or were not able to control the song it's just interesting that's a whole other conversation for another day but i do want people to let me know their thoughts when it comes to artists probably doing better on the live versions compared to um the studio version another example is ari lennox we're going to talk about later on when we talk about this project bmo sounds way better live than it does in the studio version and i was looking at obviously when did it come out when was it recorded i think it was recorded the year before it feels as if she's experienced a lot of vocal growth in that short time between recording the song and releasing it because live the ad lives in the live version is way better than the studio version so that is my thoughts on that but as i said pick up your feelings send me some time to love it but now i currently do love it the first single which came out i believe two days before the ep dropped was girl like me featuring her now <laughs> i did not understand this song until again the tiny desk performance where they sang it together and it goes back to my point about how a lot of these artists are holding themselves back in the studio <laughs> i don't know if it's a label thing that's requiring them to do that so that they can sound sing-alongable as i said on radio or for fans in general sing along with ease because her was singing her behind off during that performance with um jasmine but i don't i was not getting that same energy in the studio version and i think that has been my issue with her a lot recently actually that's my issue with her and i think gus well i was called augustus oh my goodness gus big shout out to him he was saying that on twitter as well like she definitely holds herself back and i don't think that is good in my opinion don't hold yourself back please do be singing because that's what made me love the mariahs the whitney they are going to be belting their asses off in the studio and the live version if it's about whitney for example whitney can definitely sing her ass off in the studio and the live versions i think that's what people are missing in r&b today i feel i don't feel like a lot of army singers are giving their all in the studio versions but again let me know your thoughts using the hashtag tcm show and i'm not necessarily talking about jasmine or her alone it's more about my observation when it comes to r&b today especially in the mainstream so i know there's probably underground r&b singers or r&b singers on the rise that are singing like chloe x Halley, for example they sing everywhere they are singing on the studio they're singing in the live so that's my thoughts on that so as i said girl like me it took a while it is a beautiful collaboration that makes a lot of sense i want to talk about the artwork i want to talk about the structure of the ep so when i saw the artwork i was like this is so cute it's a beautiful artwork if i look at the artwork for the singles compared to the ep i feel like they got the aesthetic for this era from pick up your feelings because lost one has got a different kind of vibe on the artwork but pick up your feeling and girl like me have the same aesthetic as the ep cover so that's my thoughts on that she looks very beautiful on the girl like me singles cover she's wearing that beautiful yellow dress i do love the vibes on the artwork for hotels the ep itself i do love it now the structure of the ep <laughs> i have seen a lot of mixed reviews when it comes to the structure but for me personally i do love it so she starts with an introduction which amazing by the way and i think it sounded better on the tiny desk version than the studio version so she has short 
one minute or less tells in between each song. When did I last speak about LMA? I think probably in the last episode or episodes before anyway. The last time I spoke about LMA's self-titled album, I spoke about how I don't like interruptions in an album, such as long talking interludes but when it comes to this ep it makes a lot of sense i'm gonna read a tweet from one as well so give me a second as i get there because she broke it down very perfectly so one as well on twitter is w-a-n-n-a-s-w-o-r-l-d so one as well she says to my understanding hotels functions as a body of work that relies on storytelling exploring facets of womanhood and our whole or in their case their whole stories the songs that follow the interludes are exploring each woman's stories not jasmine's if anything jasmine is bringing their stories to life so as i said it's a thing where the tale before will link to the following songs so Antoinette's tell will link with pick up your feelings Ari's tell will link to put it down Donna's tell price tag Rashida's tell lost one Precious's tell the other side Amanda's tell girl like me so that is the structure of the EP and as I said it's not an album so I can allow it and number two it fits with the structure I hate the ones where it feels so forced but because the title says it all it's hotels so yeah i definitely do like the structure today is sunday so so in the space of two days i've gone back to it a good six to seven times to really get to love the project more and more and i actually do love the project i do love it my favorite songs what are my favorite songs on this project my number one favorite song at this present moment has to be on it featuring ari lennox <laughs> i didn't know what to expect with this collaboration but this made so much sense. I could not believe my ears. I cannot believe my ears. Where do I begin? The vocal compatibility. This is what I was saying when I was talking about Whitney and Faith Evans and Kelly Price. You know how they allow each other to shine in their own way. Like when Ari Lennox started with, I want to sing on it. I said, it's a mood is a mood is a bloody mood <laughs> you know when a song grabs you by the first line i remember i was doing my skincare routine when i played it for the first time i was massaging the cleanser into my skin as soon as i heard i want to sit on it my hand was like Whoop. it froze it froze on my cheeks it froze on my cheeks i said i know that's right i know that is goddamn right i love the ad-libs towards the end now Ari Lennox I think I might need to listen to her project again let me know using the hashtag TCM show this is one of her best vocal deliveries especially on a studio version of her song I said sorry towards the end where they were harmonizing blending and contouring vocally I said Jesus I said this is why I've got a podcast where I talk about music and many other things I said damn this is a collaboration this whole project it's just such a perfect way to start 2021. Jasmine has set the tone for her peers. Then she said, you will match me. <laughs> you will absolutely match me. So I love that song. The second song that I love is The Other Side. Now, that introduction alone, it kind of reminds me of Enrique Iglesias's Tonight I'm Fucking You or Loving You, whatever version you want to refer to it as. The layering of the production and the vocals. Oh, God. It's just, it's just no jasmine thank you all i can say is thank you jasmine sullivan what did we do to deserve such a beautiful ep in a pandemic in the beginning of the year like what oh god it's amazing 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 so the next one that i liked that's not a single was price tags featuring anderson pack now if you've heard me talk about janae Aiko's one-way street which was on her chilambo album i think i spoke about in episode two or three 
it gives me that vibe and that's a vibe that I love when especially when it comes to rap song collaborations I love that like New York vibe that's what I feel whilst listening to price tags and that's the same way I felt when I listened to One Way Street from Janae Aiko's project I made a note about Put It Down and I said that it sounds like it can be in the next season of Insecure ironically Jasmine tweeted about how she wants to make a short film for the EP Hotels with Issa and Issa she's down so that is crazy I feel like Put It Down reminds me so much of insecure so when it comes to the songs that are singles now lost one pick up your feelings and girl like me featuring her i love them all now but as i said it took me a while to really love the song i'm now going to talk about the criticisms that this project has faced and i think the main one that i saw from a few people was that it sounds like she's forcing this sound and i would like to respectfully disagree with that because if you listen to her other projects such as fearless love me back reality show she has that sing rapping vibe the sound that we're getting from this project is very jasmine to me it's very jasmine but of course she has been gone for a few years if i look at reality show that came out in 2015 so it's been about six years wow hold on one second so on the 12th of january will be six years since reality show came out which is her last project in the time that she has been gone she'll be inspired by present sound i think that criticism can make sense if she is lost in trying to fit into the new sound even if she's still inspired by it i don't think she has lost herself i can't listen to on it the other side lost one and feel like she is sounding unusual this is very jasmine to me it's very jasmine so i don't really agree with that so another criticism that i saw was that she's too old for this sound she's only 33 years old and we don't keep the same energy well i don't really agree with that point in the first place for any artist but we don't keep that same energy for beyonce or for j-lo you know and i don't think they should be shamed for the songs that they make at their age j-lo is over 50 but she's still making songs like i love you papi i love you love you love you papi her lyrics are even childish let alone the sound but we don't shame her for that we sing along with that so i don't know why when it comes to jasmine people are now saying oh she's too oh she's trying to fit into us i don't agree with that i'm so sorry i don't agree with that i think it's quite ignorant not ignorant it's ignorant one thing that i would say is that i love that she doesn't overdo it with the sing rapping there's people that overdo it i'm like i don't really i don't like this i don't like it at all but she has that perfect balance of singing and rapping on songs i love how the tells was very inclusive you get to hear different kinds of women um different sexualities different ways of life different morals and all that kind of stuff one thing i would definitely say about this ep is that if this is an ep i am so excited for the album we're gonna get later on this year god willing i think she did say she'll be releasing an album later on this year but i'm definitely so excited for her project whenever she chooses to release the project child she is just so talented and i will actually encourage everyone to go and watch the tiny desk performance lost one sound like a gospel song in that version i love that she performed let it burn which is one of my favorites from her of course is a staple jasmine sullivan song one of her most successful songs as well i'm definitely so excited for her when it comes to her future i'm excited for ari lennox because that song really took me by surprise her vocal abilities is just insane and i really hope that she doesn't hold herself back in future projects because she's a soul artist she's got the soul in her vocals i think that wraps it up for my thoughts on hotels definitely give it a listen go and watch the performance as well on tiny desk big shout out to tiny desk as well because they have been giving us good content during this pandemic i love the chloe x halley performance that they did as well that was just amazing super duper amazing i now want to talk about neo who has come back with a new single called antidote featuring adik and Leo gold who i actually spoke about in my last episode 
Now, this is a feel-good song. I believe it's her first single post pregnancy she's given birth and she's just looking amazing still sounding beautiful as ever and i love this song i love again i love when artists just blend well together on a song you're my auntie do, 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 do. like i i love it like neo has got such a cute voice and then you've got adequately who's got a deeper voice but they mesh well together on the song i would definitely recommend it i'm so excited for what to come for neo and i'm definitely looking forward to another project from adequately i know he brought one out last year but whenever he wants to release a new one i will definitely be there to consume the song to enjoy it because he's a phenomenal artist a song that I'll definitely recommend. I want to talk about Saweetie's collaboration with Doja Cat. The song's called Best Friend. The visual came out on the same day as the single. And I love it. This is one of the songs that I'm so upset. I will not be able to listen to it in the dancery for a very long time because it's pandemic. But it's an amazing song. I will be honest with you. Doja carries it. Even though she's a featuring artist, she carries that song the same way she was carrying Saweetie in the beginning of the visual. I love the song as i said on twitter doja has this sound when she sings and raps that just makes sense for hooks it's just so fun i think she makes a great featuring artist she's a great lead artist anyway but she definitely makes a great featuring artist i love the visual i love how vibrant it is i love the so i definitely love the visual so i definitely love the visual is the club so we can listen to the bass on max <laughs> you know it's amazing i love the collaboration lastly i want to talk about scissor who released her second single from this era called good days now i actually forgot to talk about it in the last episode for some reason you know what i'm glad i did because i need a time for the song to marinate in my body in my soul in my spirit because my issue is i struggle to understand what she's saying without genius by my side <laughs> That was a big problem for me whilst listening to this song. I think it was the hardest I've experienced when it comes to her music. But when I actually read it, it is a beautifully written song. She actually refers to the Bible. She talks about the book of Job, all that good stuff. It's beautiful vocally. How it sounds, let me let me be honest, how it sounds grabs me immediately. But what she was talking about now? <laughs> I didn't get it but it's a lovely song it's already gone to my top 20 on my on repeats playlist so definitely do love it I love Scissor as I said I'm very excited for what's to come of this new era would this be her sophomore album let me go and check because people actually thought Hot Pink is Doja's debut album but I think that's her second album let me go and check so Scissor's Control was that her first album I know that was her first okay it was her debut studio album okay cool so this is her sophomore album thank god i'm bringing the right information here so artists tend to struggle with their sophomore albums a few people that i can say have got the sophomore era correct has definitely been people like dua lipa doja cat beyonce they have avoided having that sophomore curse where they have an unsuccessful era after having a good debut era so debut is the first studio album and sophomore is the second studio album so eps are not included when you're talking about debut and sophomores and stuff like that but yes i am definitely excited for scissor i think she's on the right track i'm so excited to hear the dark child collaboration i feel like she just works with amazing people that really understand her musically that is something that i don't think i can say about a lot of artists today a lot of artists are working with producers and music teams that i don't think understand them because i can't really always blame the artist sometimes people are given the wrong creative direction 
for example, Bryson Tiller, and I hate to always refer to him, but that was my thoughts on Anniversary. I feel like Anniversary could have been better if it had a better creative direction. I felt it was quite lazy. So I'm very happy that Scissor is standing on our necks and giving us amazing songs. For trending topics, I want to start off by saying a big congrats to Manelia and Rams, who announced that they're not only together, but they're having a child together, which is a beautiful thing. They are so wholesome to me. I feel like Manelia and Rams as individuals seem so wholesome. So hearing that together i was like oh that is so cute and so when i first heard rose lullaby which she released a visual for where she confirmed that she's indeed pregnant that she's with rams i questioned i think i had a question on the podcast i said is the song about a literal baby or is it about music being her baby or is it like a metaphorical kind of thing she released a visual a few weeks ago and you can see that she's got the bump she's with rams like she tells him that he's a baby boy and he's so happy and like, it's just so cute it's so cute like i'm so happy for her not her i'm happy for them i'm so happy for them i'm not sure if she's given birth already but may she have a safe delivery or just congratulations in general because it is just amazing to see i definitely do love her and oh i'm so happy for you love is sweet i now want to talk about power book two i'm not going to go too in depth into it because i want people to actually watch it and enjoy it i'm only here to give my review power book 2 is a continuation of the original power series and this one focuses more on Tariq and him navigating through school while trying to help his mom tasha get out of prison i would definitely say watch the original power to understand how it continues into power book 2 power book 2 is better than the last few seasons of power the acting is top notch the casting for the show the casting for the show is one of the best that i've seen in recent times we have got mary j blige who plays monet we've got woody mclean who was in the new edition biopic who plays kane we have Paige Hurd, who plays Lauren, and I never knew she was even DMX's goddaughter. We have got the legendary Method Man, who plays Davis McLean. Just amazing casting across the board. The acting is way better. Three things that I love about this show is number one, the casting. Number two, the script writing. Number three, the cinematography. Those three points make this miles better than the original Power. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I said, what? <laughs> I said, huh? Like, this can't be power. This can't be power. Like, even Tasha's acting better. Tariq is becoming more likeable. Goodness. Like, it's just so good. It is so good. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. But I would definitely say watch it. The last... Like, every single episode is enjoyable. But once they took that mid-season break and came back for the last few episodes it just got better and I knew I was getting hooked by the show when they took that break I was like um where are you going <laughs> I became very possessive of that show I said how dare you take a good month break how very dare you but the storylines are very interesting I don't think there's one boring character or one boring storyline every single storyline it's just very interesting it's very intriguing so please guys definitely go and watch power book 2 i watch it on amazon prime video this is not a paid sponsorship but if you're gonna use amazon prime you're gonna have to get the bundle deal where you get the star subscription as well because obviously it's a stars show <laughs> it's a star show and i think you can get it you can't get it on the app i believe maybe you can now but the last time i actually got it i couldn't get the subscription on the app i had to go onto amazon prime on the um website version and search for stars and you can get that subscription as a bundle deal and then you can go back onto the app and watch it there and the reason why i would recommend you watch it there is because i don't like how mr premiere lowers the quality once i got that subscription and i watched it for the first i said this is power this is how power looks like i could not believe how clear <laughs> how clear 
it was I said no nah. so it's so it's just me that's been deprived of myself all this time what I love is that the experience is just better you go on the app you click on power you click play and it's playing for you you can skip the intro you can skip as far as you want you can go 15 seconds backwards forwards you know it's easy it's just easier oh god so please guys i'm not being paid for this amazon prime if you're listening you can give me a sponsorship thank you very much yes so that's my thoughts on power i now want to go into 2020 and my experience of it so i am not going to be the person who's going to come and sit here and say that the pandemic was a blessing because people actually lost their lives through this pandemic lost their jobs lost opportunities lost loved ones and i'm not going to be that fake motivational speaker that's not what i do it's not my ministry however what I can say is that it forced me, (laughs) it forced me to address a lot of things that I think if the world was normal, such as working from the office or socializing with friends or going to events, those things will take time away from me being able to self-reflect. And one thing that I love, as I mentioned in Lost One, was how Jasmine spoke about the importance of giving yourself time to reflect before you move on about, not just about like relationships, but in life. If you've like left the job it's very good to reflect on okay what was I doing well what can I do to improve for example all these little things that are so important so that is what the pandemic forced me to do of course being at home 24 7 you are forced to address your thoughts people that can ignore their thoughts whilst they're at home (laughs) more grease to your elbows because I can't avoid it there was a lot of things I had to address last year and I'm gonna get into that. Should I get into that now? Yes, yeah, get into that now. Uh, where do I begin? <laughs> where do I begin? In episode two of this podcast, I spoke about how I was let down or disrespected, heartbroken, whatever. And I might have reopened the door for a few of the people that I spoke about shortly after. And that is so <laughs> saying that out loud is mad. And I'm trying not to go too in depth. I don't regret it because you know what I always say this and I'm saying this to myself as well you go through the same things until you have learned your lesson and I think I had to be stubborn to myself not okay not I had to let me rephrase that I had to learn from my own stubbornness that's how I'm trying to say I had to learn from my own stubbornness and realize like Manny you are reopening this door very very aware of what they did to you very aware of you might go through the same issues again. They might give you a better outer appearance, but deep inside, they're still the same person or the same people. So I think it was just very important (laughs) that I... I don't want to say I had to go through it because that just sounds like a fake motivational speaking thing, but I put myself in a situation, if I'm being honest with you, where I've reopened that door. And when I reopened the door, I was like, you know what? Mm -mm. This is why we didn't work the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time. So my lesson from that is... Don't use your foot to stop the door from closing. Close that door properly. Don't allow the time, the memories, the good... Because sometimes the good time can be an illusion. I had to realise last year that a lot of that good time that was holding me in bondage for years was an illusion. It was something that appeared nice on the surface. But was it genuine? Was it their authentic selves? I can't say it was. So I've had to really self-reflect on that a lot this year. You know what I'm saying? From that alone, I had to realise that sometimes, Manny, you can be the problem too. (laughs) And that's a very hard thing to admit. 
you can't admit that and it doesn't mean that you are the bad person but sometimes the writing is on the wall as jasmine said in the breakdown of lost one on genius sometimes we know what it is the writing is on the wall but we choose to walk straight into that bloody wall like an idiot <laughs> and it's very important i was not saying that 2020 is a year of 2020 vision because the cute catchphrase i was saying that because that was what i realized like i had to see things clearly including myself <laughs> including myself that's why when i entered this year i had to make certain decisions i was like do i want to bring this person into my, or do i want to bring these people into my life do i want to go through the same shit over and over and over and over again because sometimes you you're going to get to a point where you're tired me I, my breath as my gunner will say my breath fucking my breath i don't want to go through the same patterns and sometimes we have to take control of that we do not realize that we have so much control than we think <laughs> sometimes a block is all you need sometimes it's a soft block sometimes you just delete number sometimes you don't respond it's not every message that you should respond to one thing that i've had to make clear to myself that just because they message you doesn't mean that they care sometimes they're messaging you to see oh do i still have a place in their life i don't find someone coming back from the past flattering at all it is not cute you can go and stay where you were before do not come here and it's taken a lot of making the same mistakes for me to realize that we all make mistakes but it's all about learning how to get through it and in 2021 we are focusing on our self-development well forever anyway forever this year i want us to take control of what we can one thing that i said in my notes is that we are in a panadol we're in a pakuruma we are in a pandemic let's let's keep it real in a pandemic we don't have control of certain things we can't travel to certain places at this point we can't go to parties anymore but what we can control control it when it comes to our self-development we have so much control if someone is not good for you tell them to be going tell them to be going and it's not hard to let people go i thought it was hard but it is not sometimes it is a block it is a mute it is a soft block it is a not it is a, it is a no reply you know and it takes time i get it it's not easy and yet is your and yet is it cry but in the same breath we have control we have control and we can't allow someone to have control over our lives do they have control over their own life that's the real question do they have control over their own life and you no 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 don't do that last year was a year of harsh realities especially about myself and i'm not saying i'm a bad person that's not what i'm trying to say but we can make bad decisions and that's what makes us human we don't always make the right choices but it's about learning from those mistakes i sound like a pastor right now but i really want us to do better this year let's not get in the way of our own progress please because it's tough we are already in a tough time don't make your times tougher <laughs> so that is my thoughts on 2020 but when it comes to achievements though let's end my personal 2020 wrap up with positives so one of the first achievements i would say is making it to a year at a company that i work at so if you've heard episode three, I spoke about my whole job experience before this one, how I was unemployed for nine months. And I just thank God because that experience was just, it was just mentally draining. It was so depressing, literally. It's not a depressing where it's just mouth. It was, it caused heavy depression. It was just not it. It was not it. So I do thank God for that. Um, Another achievement was starting the podcast last year. So I started the podcast on March 10th, the classic Manny show, my little baby and i'm just so grateful for the support and the organic growth like literally i'm the one here thinking about episodes recording editing promoting it and yeah i promote shamelessly and it's not easy sometimes promoting yourself i get why people are very afraid to do so but how people know that you got a new episode out or new content out period without you promoting it where's the sense in that 
where is the common sense i don't understand it but okay so <laughs> so i understand that it's very important to just promote myself shamelessly because if i don't who's gonna be listening to the episode huh tell me who <laughs> who is going to listen to the episode you know so absolutely i'm very proud of myself when it comes to the podcast and i said thank you always i will never stop thanking you guys for supporting this podcast it means a lot um another achievement i would say was being on no signal for ns super album that was super fun no pun intended (laughs) that's super fun i didn't mean to say it like that but yeah it was super fun it's hosted by paula and funny enough i was actually on her podcast which is also co-hosted along with Ope and karen karen was not able to make because she's in tanzania or she's relocated to tanzania we spoke about girlfriends Anna grande's album spoke about chloe x halley as usual it was just super fun super fun episode the podcast called the playback podcast playback is one word the playback podcast and they have a beautiful artwork done by kemi who was on this podcast last year stunning artwork beautiful stuff so big shout out to all of them her name is i m e k u l o i was spelling her name backwards because that's how her at is like so her at is her name backwards that's why i sound a little bit slow spelling her name but <laughs> it's a reverse of olu kemi definitely do follow her and pay for her services because she's amazing another achievement was working with sky and vamp uk for lovecraft country so i was live tweeting for two episodes that was my highest paid experience so far as an influencer as in like a one lump sum because obviously i've got coupon codes here but when it comes to that one payment that one time payment that is looking nice in the account that was the first one and i do pray for more opportunities like that for the classic manny brand that was super fun as i said big shout out to vamp uk for reaching out to me and making that happen i would also say another achievement which is more to do with personal development is learning how to set boundaries and removing people that did not respect them now that was something that was hard for me because being Ghanaian or being raised in a Ghanaian household you are raised to tolerate a lot to endure not just relationship but friendships too and that is not my ministry one thing that I'm proud of when it comes to 2020 is learning how to set boundaries and remove people that do not respect them or respect me that's something that has definitely been a challenge for me until recent years if you're not matching my energy you can be skedaddling yourself away from me because I don't have time for that anymore I think I'm that person that I'm an empath, I'm a nurturer, and I don't have time to be nurturing people's bullshit. I'm not doing that. I have had to set healthy boundaries with everyone connected to me entering 2021. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to overextend myself or overcompensate to have that thrown in my face. I, 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 no, 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 no. That's not my purpose on this planet Earth, baby. For me, that is very important to me, setting those boundaries and just prioritizing me i spoke about in episode two where i let go of someone that was just disrespectful to me back to back in 2019 when i was going through unemployment one story that i did not share in episode two of the classic money show was someone i used to go to church with who i would say was more of a family friend than an actual friend this person someone that i don't think respected anyone's boundaries but mine especially and i said not today satan not today this was actually before the pandemic whilst i was in the office this one was calling me at 10 a.m 1 p.m i'm like honey i'm not your husband go and call your husband why are you ringing my line as if i owe you money and i knew what she was calling for but you know those people that just want to leech off you and just take 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 from you but have never supported you i was like you want me to give you advice on starting a channel but you have never ever retweeted anything that i've posted you've never even said many i love what you're doing or anything but you're not coming to ask me oh the camera not if you want me to consult you you're paying me because the certain people that they ask my advice but because they're just nice people in general or they support me i will give you that advice but when you're someone that is a leech you only know people when you want to get something from them 
nah, it, no, 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 no. So for me, the way she was calling my line, I blocked her. And that's something that I would have never done because we used to go to church together, our parents know each other. I don't even care if you're blood at this point. If you come at me sideways, you're getting blocked. <laughs> you're getting blocked. You can't even live in the same household as me. You're getting blocked. Because how dare you? Like, boundaries. That was one word that was ringing in my head over and over again. It's not just about boundaries of people, but boundaries for yourself. Knowing what you can tolerate. It's not everything that you must tolerate. No, I've had to learn that in the most interesting way possible. Like, you have no idea. You have no idea how much I've shined my eyes. As I said, entering 2021, I did not bring people in with me. And it's not about, oh, man, I'm better than anybody. But no, when you sit back and you think about what is this person bringing right now? Is it the bare minimum? Is it barely the minimum? <laughs> like, it's, like, you have to ask all those questions. With self-reflection, you get clarity. And... That is something that has helped me so much in the past year. Having people that just reinforce that as well. Like, big shout out to Miriam. Like, she's someone that I can confide in. I can let her know, listen, sis, I'm going through this. I need clarity. How should I navigate through this? And the thing about Miriam is this. She'll not come and just give you one option. She'll give you the options. For example, the ex-friend. So, Manny, it's either you talk to her and you hear her side. Thanks, Maria did. And that was the start of me becoming more vocal. I've got one more point when it comes to my achievements, which links to that. But yeah, she said, Manny, is either you speak to her, you hear her side, and you can decide at the moment, do I really want to be friends with her still or not? Or you keep quiet and let that friendship fade. I did the former, and then eventually I just said, no, I can't do this friendship anymore because I deserve better than this. But yes, I, it's just very important. It's very important to be real with yourself and just allow yourself to have that clarity the last point for my achievement before i go to my goals is finding my voice now this is in different ways to be honest when it comes to the podcast i feel like this is the most comfortable i have felt thus far when it comes to my communication and clubhouse has helped me as well i was never like this you know i was doing buster rhyme i was doing we for the free wish i might and they love us i was actually doing <laughs> You guys, I was doing with for the free wish I'm at and they love us. I think I mentioned before how I used to go to speech therapy when I was a kid to deal with that issue. And of course, there's times where it does try to come and get me. But starting this podcast, being on Clubhouse, hosting rooms, joining rooms, joining as a speaker, it has really helped me to build my confidence when it comes to speaking and just sounding more confident in myself. I love it for me. I, I genuinely love it for me. Like, I'm not saying it in a pompous way. I'm saying it in a self-development way because I know how far I've come when it comes to that. So I'm definitely grateful when it comes to that growth. In terms of explaining my needs, again, last year was the first time where I felt like I was able to express how things impacted me. As I said, Miriam said, Manny, go and tell this person how their words made you feel. That's That was a start for me. And I think last year, as I mentioned, we opened the door for one of the people that I was seeing previously. And I was very vocal about why their actions impacted me, where I stand with them, how I'm not going to hold my breath for them to get together because, listen, I know what I want is out there. That is the tone that I've set for 2021 respectfully i don't want to have people around me that i have to question and i want that to be very clear to them if i do step back and exit the situation they will understand Manny did not leave because he's mad Manny left because he has standards and if i'm not meeting it he is going to leave and i have no shame in leaving why am i here i'm not a counselor i'm not a therapist i'm not a babysitter so why, why am i here you tell me you tell me why i'm here that is where i am when it comes to that, I'm just proud of myself for finding my voice and I hope that I use my voice more this year for good. So I've got a lot of goals for 2021. 
that I've written down, I'm going to say all, some of them are very personal, personal, I can definitely say a few, um, the first personal goal that I would say is to be open to love, (laughs) you guys, I have been single for four years, (laughs) no, five years, no, wait, five years, August 2021 would be five years, I believe, so it has been a hot-ass minute, and I have had to go through a lot of self-reflection, a lot of self-therapy. Um, I've got another goal that links with that, actually. But, <laughs> yes, I definitely am open to love now. I know what I deserve. And I think I can't say that about previous experiences. I think I just entered there willy-nilly, not knowing what I wanted. Well, knowing what I wanted, but not standing in it firmly i am standing in it firmly i'd rather be single not forever please i'm tired i'm cold i need my cuddles i'd rather be single and wait than punish myself in a situationship i don't have the time for talking stages i don't have time for situationships it is not my ministry it's not my story it's not my destiny thank you jesus hallelujah nope (laughs) no because why like i know how i love my advice when it comes to that from my self-reflection is know how you love and know that what you want is out there there's gonna be someone out there that will match you and i'm manifesting that i've already manifested it so i'm definitely open to love and having the right black king in my life (laughs) the next goal personally is to go therapy what has held me back as i mentioned the episode of mariam again big shout out to mariam um what has held me back is the fact that i don't like virtual stuff even doing this podcast virtually and having to probably have guests through zoom i want to cry because i like to feel people's energies in person and I want them to feel my energy in person. And I want to be able to cry in person. I think crying on camera, even if it's just one person, it just feels odd. <laughs> I have no issues crying to someone. But I think the issue is doing it virtually. And them not probably getting to feel you as much as it is in person. But I definitely want to go therapy this year. I mentioned it. And I think what triggered this need for therapy was two things. The Daddy Issues episode that I did with Sharon. Big shout out to Sharon as well. That episode definitely made me realise as an editor and as a listener. Because I listen to my own episodes, by the way. When I listened to it back as an editor and listener, I realised that, yeah, Manny, you need to... It's not necessarily heal, but it's... Well, yeah, it's... Okay, it's heal. It's more of letting go than healing because for me i have become numb to that but i also don't want that issue to not interfere with friendships relationships in the future so that's definitely one thing that is very important to me like i said the second reason why i want to go therapy this year is because of reopening those doors when they should be closed or that kind of stuff. i want to be held accountable so that's definitely a goal once outside is open when the outside is open i'll definitely be there i'm quite privileged to be in a place where i can save up for it go to it consistently all that kind of stuff so i'll definitely recommend that first one i actually wrote on this list is to not go back to what once broke and hurt me (laughs) damn that's deep (laughs) to stop overcompensating and over explaining myself to spend less time on social media which i've started to get used to apart from clubhouse of course that's something that will take time but yeah my screen time has definitely been going down since this year started so that's something i want to keep up to save more because uh, I have been spent skincare is taking my money <laughs> the glow pot is taking my money I've got a coupon code for the glow pot anyway it's manny15 you can use my code manny15 at checkout for the glow pot products I've been using cosrx I believe it's c-o-s-r-x their products are amazing I've used the oil free 
moisturizer i think that's what it's called it's oil free something shower with birch spa is it be what i've actually ordered the second one because i'm almost done with the first one and it lasts for a very long time um i got their morning cleanser i got the snail essence spray is it a spray i got the snail essence spray is it a spray or a serum i don't even know Sha, but that has received a lot of positive reviews i got a pink clay face mask from chem beauty as well as their toner i feel it's a hydrating toner and i've also been using face masks from the glow pot as well as their spot gel which i've been using as a serum morning and evening because the weather this winter has been trying my soul but it is what it is it's really helped me and i feel like i'm starting to love my routine right now so yeah my last goal is to work out more than i did in 2020 <laughs> i'm dragging myself man but it is what it is so my goals for the classic money brand so it's not limiting to the podcast alone is to be consistent with the uploads and promotion of the podcast to have more features for the podcast to bring more amazing guests on the podcast to work with different brands especially in fashion so that's more to do with the classic money myself not the podcast and to have more paid influence opportunities those are my goals for the classic money brand overall but yes i think this is where i'll wrap it up for today's episode thank you for listening as always for supporting the podcast if you enjoyed don't forget to follow and subscribe to share the episode on twitter with your friends use the hashtag when you're sharing when you're sharing your thoughts the episodes tcm show is t for the c for classic m for manny show literally use that hashtag let me know your thoughts on everything i've discussed today from the latest releases trending topics classic phase the discussion the goals that i've shared that you relate to let me know your thoughts on that as well don't forget to leave a review and rate the podcast on apple podcast if you're an apple podcast listener i am so proud of myself right now because it's the first time i've actually done an outro without thinking i'm doing youtube so it's a new year and it's a new me chat i'm so proud but thank you always for your support love you always and don't forget to always do you and be unapologetic bye I'm a classic man